Hello, everybody. Welcome inside After Hour Sports. It is 9.30 at night on May 4th. May the 4th be with all of you out there. But we're not talking about Star Wars. We're talking about sports or The Last Dance specifically. My name is Brandon Rosenthal. And alongside me, as always, Eric Garcia and Social Mike. Gentlemen, you guys ready to rock roll? I know you are. Let's go. Let's do this. All right. So this specific episode is about The Last Dance. The last, the Chicago Bulls podcast, I mean, podcast, excuse me, we're a podcast, Chicago Bulls documentary that has been on Netflix and ESPN talking about their final 97, 98 season. And it's been kind of going back and forth um, between the current 97, 98 season that's in the documentary and previous seasons that the Bulls have been a part of, kind of giving some backstory to what this season is all about. And this last episode, episode five, focused in the beginning of it focused on the 1998 NBA all-star game, which I remember vividly. That was probably the first all-star game that I like really, really remember. And of course the, one of the first shots we saw our boy, our beloved Kobe Bean Bryant, the, who was tragically taken from all of us um, just a few months ago before this coronavirus thing started. It feels like ages ago, dude. Yeah, I mean, January was a long time ago, really, for real, with this with this virus. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been a long time ago. It, it, it's 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 been a while, and it, it was kind of great seeing him on you know on the television. I think we all kind of knew that he was going to be on the episode. But you know what, I did appreciate my bad because mm-hmm. we're gonna no, no, go go right ahead. I was gonna ask you about it. Anyway, I appreciate so go right ahead. the I appreciated the warning. I appreciate the like, yo, FYI. Uh, you know, Kobe, you know, Kobe slash Laker fans. Um, you might want to watch this or the, um, you know, if, even if they didn't give you that, you might want to watch this. It was one of those might get emotional. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. It, it's fucked up because, you know, my bad, I'm not going to break it down because we're going to go into it more, but one thing that was crazy because it's the way it opened up. So that's the way I'm going to open up is, when something tragic happens like that, it doesn't take much to make you get emotional and deep. And just the words to start the whole thing and end up in memory of Kobe Bryant, you're just like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? And and, and I know this is not, not what the thing was about, but, like, people know how competitive Jordan was and how how these things mean so much to everybody. Like, the simplest thing, like getting your number, getting your jersey or, you know, shit like that. Um the fact that Kobe had this much to do in the documentary, I think um, are the reasons why obviously we wish the man was alive because um, I, I, I guarantee I almost, there's no part of me that doesn't believe that that would have meant the world to him. Oh man. Of course. Mike, what do you think? Yeah, same. Uh, I thought that was um, a great way. I mean, not a, um, a good way to, you know, give it, give everybody a warning to, uh, about what, what we were expecting the opening um but yeah i thought that was pretty cool do you do you think that after kobe died they moved that to the like do you think there's any editing after the fact like now let's put this up there do you think they want to talk more about that game and then just kobe unfortunately didn't make it um that's a good question uh maybe go for it my bad i would say the cynic in me Beforehand would have said 100%, but 
you know, we never know people. You know, we're just talking. Right. Com- you know, we're, we're right, over right. here talking about people's lives, right? That we don't know. But we talked about it when we covered it live. Um, when Kobe's um, memorial and service was going on, dude, something something happened to a lot of us when we realized and said, "Holy shit, yo, Jordan really, really, really was a part of that yeah. relationship as much as as Kobe was." As Kobe you know, it was, wasn't just right, Kobe right. wanting; it was Jordan. So. Um, Jordan I mean, invested as well. Exactly, exactly. <clears throat> so that kind of stuff makes it, you know, like dope. You know what I mean? Like yeah. where it's like I, I, I know I'm, it, I'm there, and I'm. So, but what I'll say is, my bad. What my bad to say to actually answer mm-hmm. your question though mm-hmm. is the reason why I think this happened or whatever. You know, the editing was simply to make sure I, you know, get me. Even though I normally would be a cynic saying, yes, you want to put Kobe in here. I do think the only part that had to do with this where it got editing was, I think people went in and made sure there was nothing too, um, how can I say, too graphic or maybe out of touch or something that was like a comment maybe or something that was probably said that was um, out of touch <laughs> with Kobe's passing. You know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, how when 9-11 happened, how – there was music videos that were done and, and, you know, Spider-Man and everything changed because of the background, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. I feel like they might've gone in there and, and gave it that extra look to make sure Kobe or that whole situation wasn't done, you know, tasteless. That makes sense. I don't, I, I don't think Jordan, the we one thing that I, especially on the outside looking in how much I, I appreciate one thing about Jordan more than anything um, is the fact that I feel like he was able to pretty much have control and tell people to shut up when he wanted them to shut up and do things like that. I, I really don't think, um, again, that's me giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I do feel like I really feel strongly about this. Um, there's no part of Jordan that I feel like he would do something like this for any reason besides the fact that he felt like it belonged. You know what I mean? I don't I don't see the milking it. I don't see the any of that kind of stuff. And honestly, we, you know, coming from a hater that's a Laker fan, um, we know Jordan needs no help. You know what I mean? There, there would be no reason to to go heavy on the on the Kobe part of it or any of that. I really do think it's it's genuine. I'm, I I think so too, and I do think that Kobe might have been in this podcast a little more if he didn't die. Um, I mean, in, I kept saying podcast in, in, the, in doc. the doc in the doc. Yeah, I think yeah. he would have been in it a little more. And obviously, we only know what the last two episodes were. He was only in episode five, only for a little bit. Um, but you can see what they're doing in the editing. They, they'll have an interview with somebody and they'll ha- obviously have a, probably a long conversation with them and break up little snippets of that interview into different episodes. Like we saw Barack in episode one and then he was in episode five, I think. Five, yeah. yeah. And, um, <laughs> and they fixed uh, the Barack intro. He was no longer a former Chicago former, resident. Yeah, <laughs> now he was president of the United States, um, which he deserved. Yeah. I think it was a little joke. Um, and I think he was in on it. But, yeah, president yeah, of the free world sounds better. You know? <laughs> it sure does a little bit. And, you know, I, I do want to kind of hop on the, the Kobe and Michael comparisons because I'm watching MJ's moves. I'm watching him talk. I'm watching him do everything. And, all I'm seeing is number eight. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like I just see so much of number eight, and 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 obviously, Kobe has admitted to copying MJ, and MJ's even said, mm-hmm. "I'll probably lose to Kobe one on one because he stole all my moves." Stole all the moves, yeah. And credit to Kobe for not only stealing them but getting them right, <laughs> because I 
I try and do moves all the time, but <laughs> it's not, you know, it's not like MJ. It ain't like Akeem. It ain't like Kobe. And Kobe was able to pick up MJ's game, pick up Akeem's post work, pick all this stuff up and just, you know, it, I, I, that's why I'm kind of enjoying watching this because I'm, I'm enjoying seeing the Kobe connection. And, and maybe that's just me and so maybe all of us here and all the Kobe fans are watching it like that. But that's what 100%. I see. Yeah. What makes this hard for me, you know, just to give you a little behind the scenes, you know, me, myself, Mike, maybe had to kind of get dragged along kicking and screaming about let's do this, right? Like, because, you know, I make no bones about it. We tell people all the time we're biased, we're this, we're that. And one thing we're not is I don't want to lie about it. And a huge part of me is big Jordan. You know what I mean? And, and honestly, mm. it isn't because I hate Jordan. I've, I've, I've never made – not never – but I pretty much have always been able to be okay with admitting he's the greatest player to ever fucking play the game. I just felt like, and I, I'm not alone. And honestly, you can't fault everybody for, you know, for the, the people you dealt with. But like, I felt like from the very jump, Jordan fans were on a mission to never let me enjoy Kobe Bryant. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. That's a fair point. And, but, but what I will say is what makes it hard at the same time is, um, I spent time lashing out at the wrong person because, you know, every Laker fan, even if you don't want to, like myself, has to 100% admit, like he said in that, in the, in episode five, um, you don't get me without this. Like there's absolutely yeah. no way in hell. There's just no way we get Kobe Bryant without Michael Jordan. Michael, like, yeah. And it isn't just seeing him play. Fuck that. Cause everybody got to see Jordan play. Um, you see in the documentary, which, you know, and again, I'm talking shit, but I'm being real. Like, you know, I'm going to let you behind the scenes, but it's like, I appreciate the fact that, you know, Brandon almost, I don't want to say the word force, but like fucking forced me to watch this shit is like, um, I appreciate the fact that you, you see that it was like, there was a lot of, not, not great players. I'm talking about superstars that just flat out didn't get the opportunity that Kobe got. Like, he actually got the call back. He got Jordan's number, not his security guard, not his assistant. Um, you know what I mean? And for a nerd, like, let, let's be real, because it's a popular word that people throw around here for everything else. But, like, Kobe Bryant and anything, he was a fucking flat-out nerd, dude. This guy was a nerd, homie. He mm -hmm. nerded out over the game of basketball, like, like to the definition. Like, Kobe Bryant would have been at like a fucking if it was nba con and shit like that kobe would have showed up dressed like jordan looking for average that's the way he was obsessed so it makes it hard because the hate that i had it was for not because i always knew like i'm hating on a guy because of the hate that i'm getting towards my guy but my guy isn't tripping off the hate at all because he, he still has the same if not more love for that person you dig? You, I know. Yeah, I, 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 know, know I, I, on a I do. Way yeah, yeah. Got you, got you. You get what I'm saying, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I do completely understand because actually kind of MJ goes in the act kind of stuff about um, in episode six when he talks about his gambling and how people are just making assumptions off of him. It's like they don't even know him. And you know, this is a little bit it's, – it's kind of in the same realm. And it's just like you make assumptions off about MJ because the people who root for him and – they won't, they won't always want to put, there's never going to be a next blank. 
you know, and I'm sure when MJ was in 85, 86, when people are comparing him to Dr. J and there's some hardcore people in Philadelphia who are like, fuck this dude. They're like, fuck Jordan, Dr. J motherfucker. Who are you talking about? And it's every generation, dude. And even now, like there's like Luca, there's probably LeBron fans and you see it on the internet. It's like Luca is, you know, and maybe Luca's a bad example because he's like the golden boy. No, no, no. But but the better (laughs) example, in my opinion, would be- yeah, to go really on good. to your point, to go on to your point, the better example I would say is is how I feel like I can't say hundred percent, but I almost feel like at least ninety percent of the time I understood what I felt negatively from Jordan fans. That even though it was a fourteen year old guy, fifteen year old kid, I told myself when I'm old, I'm not gonna be these guys. And I do, I'm not going to lie. I mean, not to pat myself on the back, but I am super happy that I haven't been the Laker fan that was part of the whole LeBron hate. Like, I was cool letting LeBron stands have LeBron. Like, enjoy LeBron, get all the LeBron. I mean, why do I give a fuck? And and, and again, it's to the point that I tell you because we're fans. I tell this all the time. You want to clown me for being a fan? Go ahead. But it's it's pointless because, you know, I mean, being a fanatic is something that I, I already admitted from the jump. This shit is silly. This is dumb. But, like, I mean, what these things mean to us, what these things happen, I just feel like, yo, you know what I mean? Like, like let us enjoy these crazy, 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 crazy things. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I'm getting... Go for it, go for it, because I'm getting super like <laughs> emotional. With the, I'm like losing my train of thought already. With this. No, 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 but it, that's why like, and that's why I'm really enjoying this because you asked me like we've been talking about this because I did kind of have not like drag you guys along, but it's like look, everybody's talking about it. People want to listen to it, topics about it, so we should we should talk with it, right? Or talk about it, and like I really am enjoying just the kind of curtain being pulled back a little bit. One of the, my favorite things about, um, and I talked about the dream team in episode five, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, the 98 all-star game was dope. And they also, they talked a little bit about that, but it was really about the dream team. And it continued on the bad boy topic because Isaiah wasn't invited to the dream Include. team. Um, and you know, that, that is a tough decision, but I mean, when you're building a team, you're not just building like we've, we've seen um, like for recent renditions of team USA, like guys like Tyson Chandler and, you know, some of the role players that clearly aren't the best center in the league, but they need role players. And if your best players fucking hate Isaiah Thomas, then guess what? Fucking Isaiah Thomas ain't going to go. And that's where you're right. Cause fuck the role player. Cause it is, I'm not saying fucking role player part, but what I'm saying is, it isn't about your game because obviously these were the greatest players in the whole game. So these guys are all pretty well-rounded guys. It's to the point where you said, Brandon, I mean, and that's why again, don't leave it to me to be the guy that protected Jordan and trying to help him out here. But like, yeah, dude, he was right. With what he was saying, like the, if that team would have had him there, the vibes wouldn't have been the same, bro. Like, let's just cut the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it isn't just skill. These guys didn't need help beating these fucking Croatians, dog, like, off of skill. Like, we would have beat them with a lot of – just, like, bare minimum NBA players. But we wanted to go there, and, you know, it was a statement. 92, the Dream Team was a statement. Same like the Redeem Team, right? Remember, we remember the Redeem Team. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It does – how many 
the weakest NBA squad we would have sent would have fucking beat them just because we would have taken it seriously again. But remember, guys, just like the 92 team and this team, it's a statement situation. And I feel like having a guy, whether – because Isaiah was right also when he said you, – you're talking about the criteria I met all – you know, he, there's nothing he, you know, that he didn't yeah. beat. But there's a huge facts. flaw is you got to be likable, homie. Like, I yeah. don't mean you got to kiss ass. Fuck it, fuck it. I said the wrong word because it's it's really the wrong word. It's not likable, homie. It's at least, at the very minimum, tolerable. Yeah. And, and he fucking wasn't even that, right. dog. Yep. I mean, and that says a lot. You know, it's just like we're building a team of the best basketball players in the world. What about Isaiah? Now, nah, fuck that guy. And that was magic. What did we text in a private conversation earlier? Oh, right? yeah. yeah, we already know. Magic pisses me off how much of a nice guy he is sometimes. And Hedget didn't really seem to like Isaiah. Bird hated his fucking guts. Like, well, it's I not mean, like you didn't see any quotes about Magic saying, "No, we need Isaiah on the team." And, and that's what, look. We I know I know the NBA gets shit for being softer nowadays. But you know what? I, I leave that aside. If the same situation would have happened here. You would have seen the players, you know, going crazy over that shit, right? Like, how can a guy get left like this out? Like, you know, the accolades. You know, we see lesser guys get the backing of the whole NBA and shit nowadays. For some, like, cause, could you believe so and so has been fucking slighted? Like, really? That fool? Like, he's not even a Hall of Famer. Let him be slighted. I mean, I, as a Laker, again, like we say all the time, we're biased. We look at shit through, through fucking Laker colored goggles on. Ever since. The fact that Lamar Odom didn't make an all-star game in his whole career, fuck it. I'm never going to feel bad for anybody, homie. I'm like, so, I'm so upset about that. I don't yeah. care who the fuck you are, homie. Lamar Odom, by definitions, if we want to use the, the quote as soft-ass words that everybody wants to use, deserves. Deserves was Lamar Odom all over that ass. You know what I mean? Right. And guess what? The league, the world, life didn't give a fuck. Instead, it gave him a harder drug addict and like a, a spiral downward and shit that, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so what I'm saying is everybody else getting slighted, that shit is, it's, it's pretty silly, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, and you, you're right. What's up, Mike? You were going to say something? <clears throat> no, no, no. I would, I, my bad. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, no. Not like you were going in. Uh, I mean, and it, it's I, I just wish I wish in this episode there was a little bit more Kobe because um, I was lo- yeah, really, I really looking forward to it. And it just sucks that it was only about the 98 game um, and maybe and maybe to go into um, his comeback a little bit when uh, Kobe lit him up. But, you know, it, it was just really cool to see all that stuff, like circling back to Kobe and, you know, with, with MJ. Kobe Weiss. Kobe Weiss, what was your favorite part, Brent? Like just specifically out of. Because, you know, again, I, I like just because I, I, I heard that story where Kobe picked his brain and it's just like it's one of those things where I compare it to like a hot girl at a bar or a hot person mm-hmm. at a bar. Right. Everybody's talking about her, but nobody's going up and asking her anything. You know, you're all in your friend group. You're just like, man, blah, 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 blah. And it's just like the same with Jordan. Everybody's like, man, that's Michael Jordan. It's like fucking Michael MJ and Kobe's like, yo, how'd you do that? What'd you do in that fadeaway? He's like, I don't give a shit. It's like, I know you're MJ. I'm not worried about that. I want to know how you did that fadeaway, you know? And it's just like, he just cut to the chase. And you know why a lot of us aren't great. My bad, bro. I'm not no, no, and, and just I, cause you're, I think you're, you're right there right now. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of us aren't great 
is because when we see the great person there or the greatness there, we don't want to let them know his shit don't stink. You know what I mean? We're too mm-hmm. worried about a lot of like the Kobe Bryant's or the people that are truly trying to be great. They just want to ask you questions. They just want to know how you're getting it done. They like like you said, we like this is Kobe Bryant. This is a guy that if he could have been okay, let's just say he didn't give a fuck about being the greatest. He could have been these other players that was saying Jordan ain't shit. I'm my own person. I'm my own guy. I'm not going to kiss Jordan's ass. And he would have played a 13-year career and had a great fucking career, but not been close to the level of greatness that he was because, again, this is the man that was like, I, I said the word earlier. He's a nerd. Kobe was a nerd, dog. Fucking mm-hmm. nerd. Basketball nerd. Like, that's the guy with all the answers. That's the hot. Like you said, go, going back to what you're talking about, that's the hottest chick in the motherfucking world. You know what I'm saying? And w- one of the things that I really, really liked, really, really enjoyed was watching like MJ and Bird and uh, Magic, Magic. Shoot, shoot shit because like what you said, Eric, that's just a level of greatness and a level of seeing eye to eye that we will never achieve. That's, that's like, game, you know, game it's recognized like, game. <laughs> exactly. That is the exact, that's what that phrase game means. Game recognized game. Right it's there. just like, yo, I don't, we don't need to be cool but we already have we this respect for each other. Exactly. We just know, you know, you look at me, you know, I look at you, I know. And it, it, that, that was one of the things that I was telling Jet. I, I think like I was geeking out over that. My wife's probably was like, Oh, yeah. whatever, dude. You know, you know what makes me feel better? You know, uh, going off the, what you just said too. I'm so glad we're our age and not a little bit younger because bro, the fucking Chuck disrespect is silly, dog. Oh yeah, in episode six, you know, did you did you I'm watch so it? I'm so glad. Like you know how you said it's a basketball story. Not and, six, and you, not you yet. Know, the more you watch, the more and more you know you're kind of right about that. Where like even though I don't want to watch because there's so many horrible memories as a Laker fan, anything good for Jordan was negative for me. Um, <laughs> there's so many other greatness, right? Like to see, I, I love Chuck, dog. That's why when he talks shit to fools, there's there's very little fools that I feel like stand on their own too like Chuck does. You know what I mean? Where like, bro, he lost to the greatest player in the fucking planet. He ain't tripping. He doesn't take those jokes as seriously as you think he takes those jokes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, he man. gets more yeah. than respect from anybody who's played the game, anybody who's been in a fucking game seven. And, and, and look, I'm not trying to be silly. I'm not trying to be funny. And, I, and this, is, this isn't one of those that you, you see all the other Jordan haters come up with names of guys that they want to hate. This isn't to hate on Jordan, but this is more to give props to fucking Charles Barkley. Danny Ainge, homie, nah, man. That guy wasn't that even that tight, homie. Like, sorry, dog. Did you see his fucking haircut? Good God. Yeah, like Danny Ainge <laughs> and fucking, like, him, like, is that Charles Barkley, the guy he's going to war with? I mean. Well, I mean, well, he, had, hey. he had KJ. KJ was the monster on the Phoenix Suns there. He had him, KJ, yeah. Marley, Dan Marley right? Hot Rod well, Williams. Yeah, Marley. No, but I'm going to tell you this. Marley was... Nice. He wasn't nice, dog. Like that defense that they said he was playing. No, uh, no, no, not the defense. But he was pretty. Uh, he was pretty decent. Well, I mean, like, well, he at least had his Ruben Patterson moment, right? The Kobe style. Yeah. Like, you know, because well, no, Marley, Marley was actually legit, but it's just like, yeah, you're comparing. So you're, comparing apple, you're comparing exactly. You're comparing <laughs> apples to oranges. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah you're yeah. you're a good defensive player on scrubs on scrub C. You ain't gonna do yeah. shit against me. Yeah. And it's like well, that's well, boxing. Just, Going to the boxing. Canelo got scooped by Floyd Mayweather. Canelo's now the greatest motherfucker in the game. 
Why did it happen? Not because Canelo's a bum. It's because he went up against the G's of all G's. You know what I mean? Exactly. Sometimes and learned. He learned. Skill is and then just, he became a G. Exactly. Because, no, but you know why? Because he wanted to learn, right? We see mm-hmm. it with the Jordan shit. Like, again, you saw the interviews. You see Wilbon, all these people going out of the way to make it clear. People do not get the, the relationship that Kobe and Jordan had. The story that Wilbon had when he's talking about the Kobe scored 40 whatever the fuck points and he slapped him at the end and said, hey, what would your guy, you know, what would your guy have done? And then Wilbon asked Kobe, like, can I write about that? And it was like, nah. You know I mean? That's just like, that's just us right here. Yeah. Like, you know what's happening here. You know what this means to us. You know what I mean? Like Jackie Mullins, you know, Wilbon, these people that you respect the legends writing about the sport, getting to know that secret side of that relationship that we didn't. Because we got to see it as, again, me, I told you guys, I started off by talking about how defensive I got when I felt like anybody older than us was quick to shit on us simply for rooting for Kobe. You know what I mean? People I tell are this dumb, people, man. You know, we, we, what, didn't we say this in the last, I said this in the last podcast, and I've said this over and over. The way my shit started was simply Laker fandom. I wasn't an NBA guy. Like, Brandon is an NBA guy. That's what these documentaries are more about him. I saw shit through the Lakers' eyes. Like, I'm a Laker guy. I'm a Laker guy. I'm a Laker guy. You know what I mean? So, that's why I got a little bit crazy when I'm like, I'm seeing this shit through our eyes. And and that's why I was so, like, on you to, like, Kobe and like you, you said earlier Kobe would be all over this man and it, you know he, he got, he's got the history of the game and mm-hmm. you brought up something that I didn't want to gloss over and that was the greatness of Charles Barkley because that was kind of glossed over in the documentary a little bit and even though this is about the last dance and MJ and this and that fucking Chuck was a bad ass bad, motherfucker bad. oh yeah baller. I'm not baller. For B. let us know let us know because six foot no. five dog he was six five and he and you know, there earlier in the, earlier in this uh, documentary, somebody said Pippen was the second best player in the league. Get the fuck out of here! Mm-hmm. That was so, disrespectful than a motherfucker. Though. Can you believe? Oh, so I would choose Barkley, uh, Ewing. I would choose Hakeem, Clyde. I mean, any maybe not Clyde. Maybe they're like tied. Like, but that, <laughs> with Pippen, yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'll, I'll tell you this. I wouldn't have taken e- Ewing over Pippen still. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I you, you know, but you know, I'm but saying Chuck, this. You're 100 correct. Yeah, Charles. I mean, Charles. the guy was a 1993 MVP. You know, and and then a year. I think this was a year Shaq was drafted, and then in two years, actually in two years, in like 16 games, you knew that Shaq was already better than everybody else except for Jordan. So, I mean, that there was a little disrespect there, and Charles. You had, you had the right mindset, and I wish more people would go into life with this mindset. And it's like you give it your all, you try, and sometimes you know, you, you compete, whether it's basketball or whether it's anything else, and you may be the best in your middle school. Then you're the best at your high school. Then you're the best in your small town. Then you know, But all of a sudden, the, when the world gets bigger, the fish get bigger, and Barkley didn't have that until that moment. And there was somebody finally better than him. What was and, that? He has that line. You're 100. Good thing for bringing that up because you remember. Yeah, because he has like, that line in the documentary where he says that was the first time ever where I felt like I wasn't the greatest player in the world. Like, that's a and, and that's a crazy thing to say, and nobody says that. Like nobody. Would no admit one says that, that because Brandon. We all seen it with 2020 glasses. Right? We already passed. We already see the story. So we're like, how could you have thought that? What do you mean? How could he have thought that? This is Sir fucking Charles, dog. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. 
we were kids. Remember how much shit, like, if anybody, if it was on, like, again, there was few people that were in the conversation. And Charles Barkley, 100%, was one of them, though. Um, and Charles, Charles, Charles. Charles is bad, man. He was a bad boy. Yeah. He was uh, a bad dude. But look, we talk about this every time, man. The older we fucking get, especially in the sports situation, we realize the bad, bad dudes, the real bad motherfuckers, they're almost scarily at peace with their fucking game, homie. Isn't that you crazy? know what I mean? Yeah, because they I mean... Just, Cause us that leave a lot on the plate, us motherfuckers that just like don't give it all we got. There's a lot of shit that we hold on to. The mm-hmm. dudes that give it one million, they never, you know, they they are good. I mean, yeah, not to that level, but like in in recent years for the Lakers, besides Kobe, uh, Meta, I see Meta World Peace right now. The way he's living, homie, he's good. Meta was chilling. Because yeah, we're that just guy say. showed up. He went to work and said, "Who's the best guy they got? Let me get that cat." Uh-huh. You did. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, they're at peace with it because they know they left it all out there. They gave it that's all. That's great. That's yeah. a great feeling. And that's we talk about it as I'm a father, you know, be your father, you know, mm-hmm. you know, all of us. We got, you know, family people. So we're talking about, like, for my son, you know, you don't want these guys to look up to certain, you know, to athletes for their inspiration, but you want them to find inspiration from athletes, if you get what I'm trying to say. Or, like, yeah, I don't want you to look at that guy like the guy you should emulate. But at the same time, if there's something to emulate from that guy, I need you to do that. And the, the best parts from these guys is the no-nonsense. The, the, uh, the, the living it to the fullest. The like, you know, you can be a college guy. You can be a, just honestly not even a college guy. You could be a guy that was great in high school. Um, but you gave it all you fucking had. You know what I mean? Like... You just gave it all you fucking had. And in life, that pays off over and over and over again. And um, with Jordan the and the Kobe's and the LeBron's and some of these other guys, um, it's the combination of giving it every single thing they got on top of the fact that their talent is on, you know, out of this fucking planet. Man. You know, my bad, I don't know if you mentioned it in the last podcast, but people have mentioned this before. And one thing that is true that I always – you know, kind of, I don't know if it's underrated or part of Jordan's game, but Jordan was a fast motherfucker. Oh, dude, he was. You saw he was speed, timing yeah, the 40 dude could book. Jordan. He was a primetime athlete, one of the best yeah, ever. Jordan, but like, I mean, like, there's no way, like, I'll tell you this if Kobe and Jordan ever raced, Jordan was smoking. Oh, yeah. Jordan was like a lean, like, he was like he's like Usain Bolt and a bas a basketball player. He was a fast motherfucking dude, like yeah. And, and Kobe had was, to earn that body. He had to be, he had to yeah. get into it. MJ kind of yeah. already had it. Yeah. Um, he got the muscle more in the in the eighty late eighties, yeah. but he had the speed, like you're saying, Eric. The athleticism, all that at a young age. It was, it was cool. Uh, hey, you know one thing because I, you guys probably have an answer, and uh, you know I really don't because but I do have one, so that's what's. I guess it's going to make this why I'm bringing this whole point up is I'm not a Jordan guy. I'm not a Jordan shoes guy. So you always see these co- comments of what's the ber- best Jordan shoe ever. I'm like, yeah, no, fuck you guys. I don't care. You know what I mean? But, um, oh, fuck that. the ones you were digging the ones. Nah, man, those Olympic joints were hard. Oh, yeah, 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 those those Olympics are The dope. Olympics are popular. Yeah, Olympics are popular. Those Olympic uh, joints are popular. Dog. I'm sorry. The ones, like, obviously, are popular those, as well. 
Those the ones, the 11s, the 13s. I mean, there's so many. All of them, yeah. Um, no, no, like, no, but for me, for me. All, I, almost. I, right, right. I never even liked all those. I don't give a fuck about all those. Huh? Like, for me, great shoes in life, in my, like me. I, I don't care if my opinions are stupid to nobody because I'm not a shoe guy, so I don't care if you don't care about my opinion. But, like, epic shoes and shit like that, like, those are there. I think the fucking Ken Griffey's, the Vince Carter's, and Allen Iverson's are shoes for me. That, like, you know, when the Allen Iverson had the, you know, the honeycomb, whatever the fuck, those shoes. Mm-hmm. Those are the shoes that was like, yep, that's a shoe. That's a whole lot of shoe. Everybody likes that shoe. There's nothing you could do, you know, to compete with that shoe. No, and, you, may, you, ain't, you ain't lying about that. Um, those are, the, I think, the answer, right? No, the question, yeah. the question, the question, the question, the question, the, question. the Reebok. Yeah. Um, let me ask you. Let me ask you about this. We had a couple minutes left before we ended. Do you think MJ had a gambling problem? With this, the simplest answer you had. Yes. Do yeah. you? Th- yeah, both of you guys. Mike said I'm yes. Gonna say, I'm gonna say no, and the same way that Charles Barkley, they like to gamble, but they can afford the gambling, so that's not a problem. I mean, okay. is, is it is it any yeah, different than you or is you or I playing? Uh, if, you know, for the last five, six years, every for seventeen weeks, betting five bucks and play, you know, making pickums. If Jordan yes. gambles five thousand, you know, to yeah, us, it it's like, it, oh it, my it god, is. yeah, because it, it is, it is, but it's not a problem more. What okay. I'll say right. is, for me and you, it's still closer to betting two hundred bucks to where it's, it's not. I'm gonna lose my home, but Brandon, if you lose two hundred dollars, that's not good. No, I agree. I agree. So what I'm saying is he was looking for the action. Let's not downplay it either. Dude wasn't looking. He was looking for the bets that make his blood boil. You know, the bets that make him, whoo, shit, I don't want to lose this. Well, dude, you heard. You you uh, came up on that. And and Mike, Mike, you'll you'll hear this when you watch the episode, but he's like, Will Purdue and them, they played cards at the the front of the plane. MJ played at the back of the plane. It was Paxson. Yeah, Yeah. Paxson and Purdue played at the yeah. for a dollar a hand and MJ went over there and Purdue's like, what are you doing over here, Michael? And he's like, I just want to take your money and put it in my pocket. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the kind of dude MJ was. He's just a even in cards. Oh man. Yeah, he just, like, no, you, he loved you're over there already playing with the thousand dollar hands. Why would you want to go playing with the dollar, you know, dollar cat? And it's that, like you say, it's, I want to, I want to serve. I'll take your money. Yeah. I want to take it isn't, money. Again, he didn't need the money. He needed the humiliation. It's like magic said. When he was playing poker with him, it's like whenever you're beating him, he wants to play for another hour. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why. But I if he's beating him. you, he isn't trying to dip either. He's trying to embarrass you. Right. He wants he to keeps, take all your shit. He wants going. you to hurt from the L. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> and yep. honestly, like I said this to my son. I'm raising a son. You guys know I'm not. A, I, I don't. We got less than a minute before person, Zoom kicks us like, out. I tell Eric all the time, the best part about fucking winning is the fact that losing sucks so bad. So oh, if damn, you can make somebody lying. cry, then you can be happy for the you know the joyous moment. And that that's a great point to end on. Um, I think we'll be back next week to finish off this well, episode seven and eight. Um, rest in peace, Kobe. Follow that's us true. on After Hour Sports. Um, Eric, I'm glad you watched it, man, because you had some good opinions, dude. I really appreciate it. Rest in peace, Don Shula, by the way. Yeah. Didn't yeah, yeah, yeah.